0: That the kids are finally here. It's going to be a fun night. Tonight at BNC Park. And it just just doesn't matter anymore. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacovich of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins. Where you found this? Giants 8, Pirates 4, That was in 10 innings. I was over there covering it for DK Pittsburgh Sports. I wrote a really uh, scathing column on the subject. Not so much the game. I, I didn't even waste two, three sentences on the game. I just don't like a lot of what I see, hear, and feel from the management of this operation. And that includes at field level, that lack of urgency to win, something that I've been discussing, well, as it relates to these guys for years, is probably at a low point for this group's tenure. That's not hyperbole because we're not in 2020, 2021, even 2022 anymore. This isn't a year where anybody could have, much less should have, expected a 100 losses the way you did the past couple or the whatever that thing was back in 2020 with the two-month season. This should have been, this looked like it was going to be the big climb, the big ascent. This was the getting better season, and they're not. They're not getting better. They haven't gotten better. Almost anything. And the only reason I even throw in an almost is that there have been bright spots within the starting rotation and that Jack Sawinski's hit a few more home runs. And my friends, that's the beginning and the end of their getting better. Why did they wait so long after seeing the initial signs in April that they could at least compete? Not necessarily contend, just compete. You're 20 and 8. That's not easy to do in any month, much less the opening month, the one that should count the most towards setting a tone. They were 20 and 8. And since then, they're performing at the exact same pace. They did the year before and the year before that and the year before that. They're the exact same pace team when it comes to wins and losses. And oh, by the way, it's not like they've got individual facets that are shining either. Ever since 20-8, they've ranked anywhere between 27th and dead last in Major League Baseball in every significant statistical category, again, with the mild exception of the starting pitching. So Yeah. Quinn Priester's making his debut tonight. Uh, Andy Rodriguez and Leo Verpagero found out yesterday they're coming up, too. And they're going to join Henry Davis and Nick Gonzalez. And it's going to be a great big party. All of the Pirate City gang is here. And it's the new something or other. And multiple videos on social media showing every last one of these guys finding out from Miguel Perez or somebody else in the minors that you're coming, you're making it to the big leagues, and then the video shows them coming into the PNC Park clubhouse. And Man, where was this? Where was this? Are you going to tell me that none of these players had an opportunity to help you earlier in the year? I know we can cut through each one of them individually. We can. I can do it myself. Well, Davis needed to do this, this, and this. ND needed to do this. Quinn Priester was good start, bad start. We we can do this for every last one of them. But you know, you know. Hang on a second. I'm going to play for you a little bit of my conversation yesterday morning at PNC Park with Priester upon his arrival. I just want you to just listen to the tone in his voice and are welcome to Pittsburgh. How's that sound?
1: That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool to be a part of, you know, the team and be a part of the big league squad and, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome, yeah. What had to happen for you? What was the final push? Because it, it seemed like a good start, not so good start. Mm-hmm. I I think it's just, you know, being just keep doing the same work every single day. Um, so just never losing faith in myself and, and you know, understanding that some results are uncontrollable. and But just keep doing the work, keep, you know, working hard every single day, and then good things are going to happen. And tell and, me about pounding the fastball. Cause I saw you in Sarasota this spring against the Orioles. The curve was killing them and everything. But,
0: oh, come on, dude! Like, let's let's pound the thing. Did, did you did you did you get that to that stage?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's just more of letting the game tell me. You know, I really feel like I have a lot of weapons with mm-hmm. with yeah. all five pitches. So, um, if there's games where guys aren't seeing the sinker, or aren't seeing the four seamer that well, then great. Like, let's let's not go away from what's working. Don't broke. Don't fix what ain't broke. And then there's some games where it's like, okay, they're seeing this a little bit better. Maybe it's just not the same today. Let's. We've got four other. Great pitches to go to, and so it's just yeah. more like taking each start as its own thing and, and realizing what I need to do to have success, and and not trying to you know live and die with two, one or two things.
0: So Who's all coming here
1: tomorrow? A lot of family, a lot imagine. of family, yeah. a couple friends. So That's it's gonna idea. be really exciting. Are you all short? Look at you. The short hair. Yeah. What's yeah. that all about? It. That's new. Um, it's just the long hair takes a lot to you know keep up with, and you know have to either wear a hat every day or spend fifteen minutes. And it's doing my hair, <laughs> too and <it's>, much maintenance, <laughs> and it just like wasn't working. And, and my girlfriend likes it short too. So congratulations, man! Yeah. Right. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm.
0: Did you hear that? Did you did you did you pick up on all that energy, that enthusiasm, that drive, that I can't believe I'm here. This is the greatest. Could you conceivably convince me or anyone? That that couldn't have come in handy. I don't know. Early May, from one or two of them, could have been anyone in any role. Kind of similar to what we're seeing, you know, with Davis out in right field right now. That you could have done that at any point. You could have just said, Henry, it's it's early May, and I was talking about this on the show at the time. In fairness, here I'm not bringing this up after the fact. You say, listen, we just need a few hits. We just need to get going. It's nice, you know, your development and everything else, and AAA Indianapolis matters to us, but Pittsburgh matters infinitely more, or at least it should. And what we need to take care of right now is that this team that got off to this spectacular start, it just needs to smooth things out a little bit. So we're just going to bring you up, no promises, no attachments, nope, nothing. Everything had to happen the way it was originally scripted, the way the analytics, the way the math, the way the projections all forecast that 2023 was supposed to be another crappy year. Not this crappy, but crappy. Well, congratulations. Karma has made sure that it's really crappy when we come back. J1Q. Today's J1Q comes from Nicole and she asks, DK, could the Pirates rescind the extension for Derek Shelton or are we all stuck with him? Shelton did not have a good Sunday at PNC Park at all. I have no idea what Tucapita Marcano was doing. Bunting not once, but twice with runners at the corners and one out in the eighth inning. With the score tied and the Pirates really, really needing to get that run home, Shelton, not once but twice, put on the sign for the safety squeeze. And Marcano, not once but twice, fouled off his bunts and then struck out on the very next pitch. That's why? Why are you bunting there at all? I asked Shelton, and his response was, if you get it down... San Francisco's infield has no chance whatsoever of making a play at the plate. None. Zero. He even mentioned the names of the infielders involved. J.D. Davis and Wilmer Flores at the corners. I said, there's no way they can get to that. Okay, great. But you're leaving out the part where, A, your team sucks at bunting. Like, the Pirates are terrible at bunting. This shouldn't be news to anybody, let alone the field manager of the operation. And, B... How hard is it to hit a fly ball? Jared Triolo had just hit a fly ball, sack fly, in the previous at bat. Marcano can hit fly balls. So the very next batter, Nick Gonzalez, gets hit by a pitch to load the bases, and here they go again. Bases loaded, two outs. you got a big situation. And Shelton sends Jason DeLay. Up to the box. Now, DeLay's got decent numbers against lefties, but G-Man Choi is on your bench. Choi is only about a 100 times the hitter over the course of his career that DeLay ever could be. Choi has been hitting very well since coming off the 60-day IL. First, on a rehab stint where he was murdering the ball in Indianapolis, and now he'd started to do that in Pittsburgh. A little bit surprised he wasn't in the lineup. But there he was, available to you, right there on the bench. All you had to do was call his number. Nope. Delay goes up there and had the ugliest strikeout, swinging and missing on a third strike that hit the dirt at least a foot in front of home plate, one of the worst swings of the 2023 season, and that's saying something. That, of course, was brought up with Shelton afterward, too, and his response flatly had to do with splits. We didn't want to have a left-left matchup with two outs. For all of the many canyon-sized holes that this lineup has had in Shelton's tenure, for all of the rotten pitchers, rotten hitters, rotten fielders, I still haven't seen a good game manager in Shelton, not on any consistent basis, not yesterday, and I can't help but begin to start connecting dots with a lot of these different scenes, you know? General Manager goes on his weekly radio show yesterday and says that the math has started working against us. The math. Remember the same math he cited way back in May when he blurted out that his internal analytics people had predicted that the Pirates shouldn't be anywhere near as good as they were, that they shouldn't be over 500 in May? As if like this entire season was supposed to be, oh, I don't know, a punt of sorts. I see this manager, on one hand, he's so engaging and he's so legitimately loved within the clubhouse because of the way he carries himself, but I still don't see either from Charrington or from Shelton that that innate drive to win. I was almost encouraged by the fact that Shelton was, and this is really rare, little snippy with his responses yesterday after the game. Great. You know, throw some food in the clubhouse. Throw some food at me. I couldn't care less. But show something. Do something that's aimed at winning the game in front of you. And you know this is why I harp on this it's not because of a when now when now when now mentality it's not okay I've been on board with this whole rebuild from the day Charrington was hired I have but I've also been insisting throughout but especially over the past year and a half that at some point you got to flip the gear you know you got to you got to move in that direction this this isn't it This is too late. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We're going to do another one of these tomorrow.